listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Stomping Jen. Oh, yes. How are you doing? I'm good. We are here to record our Halloween spooktacular. Here I am without my candy corn. You know what candy corn used to be called? I have a fun fact about Halloween. Oh. It was called um, chicken feed. That was a witch sound effect because this is our um, Halloween episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so you don't have any chicken feed. You must call it chicken feed from this point forward. Okay. Is that fine? Sure. All right. Well, we, we've got a we've got a, a cr- I'm so off kilter already. We've got I don't a, know what's happening. We've got a a crack panel. A panel. Of ghouls and goblins and ghosts and. All sorts of things to talk to us about Halloween. Great. They're really just people, by the way. I couldn't get any actual monsters. <sighs> that sigh tells me you're ready for me to play the intro music That's and right. get this going. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, so we have some, some surprise guests, too. Great. Okay. Are yes. You, are you ready to yes, go? Yes, I'm ready. I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. There should be some spooky sounds. You should have changed the music. You want some spooky sounds? I've got spooky sounds. You like that? It's not only spooky, it's very loud. Yeah, I didn't know. I wasn't able to normalize all these sound effects, so <laughs> I'm going to go crazy over here on my switchboard. Oh my goodness. Uh, that was a deliberate ploy to prevent me from singing to you, wasn't it, Stomping uh-huh, Jen? For sure. Well, I did not have a Halloween song prepared, but this is our Halloween spooktacular episode, Stomping Jen. Um, what's that? play some um spooky music. spooky sound effects as we're talking okay um now that's that's not the right in typical move. um halloween fashion <laughs> yes i think the evil spirits were trying to interfere with us recording this episode we had a couple of other guests scheduled to appear with us in it's addition true. to the guests we have it's true and um they fell ill it's true. It must have been us. I don't think it was us. I think it was the the forces of darkness interfering with the recording of the soft serve podcast Halloween Spooktacular. Oh goodness. Now, shall we turn to our guests and introduce them? Yes, of course we should. Okay. Um here with us in the studio, we have the one, the only Hell Unicorn, 
Say hello, Hell Unicorn. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. How are you? Very well, thank you. Are you ready to talk about Halloween? Sure. And share your thoughts about this. Sure. This holiday. Okay. All right. You look ready. You have new red hair. It's not red. Pink. You have new pink hair and half of it has also been dyed black. Now, did you do that in preparation for this episode? Because you knew we were recording it. No. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's go to another guest. Um, We also here have with us, appearing for the first time on the Soft Serve podcast, F.C. Zinn, who also happens to be ringleader of the Goblin Circus. Hello, F.C. Oh, they're muted. Um, stomping <laughs> oh, no. Jen. Stomping Jen. What would I do without you? I don't thank, know what you would do. Thank you so me. much. Um, FC, I am so sorry. I, I technologically um, bumbled your introduction. But um, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us. Good. It is it is the best month of the year. So I'm I'm in a good mood. <laughs> yes. And um, you you have a a particular fondness for this Halloween. From what I understand, yes. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, best time of year. I also, it's, it's an artist's time of year. That's really what I like about it. This, mm. is this, this, this is the one holiday where creative folk can really go all out. Mm. That's so interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. That's true. I yeah, that's the first time I've kind of had that idea dropped into my head. And mm-hmm. as I contemplated, I think you're absolutely right about yeah, that. For sure. So we can talk more about that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, our other our other guest here, um, you may be able to figure out who, who he is. He has appeared here before, but under a different name. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Chris Boudenka. <laughs> Um, hello, Chris. Ooh, thank you for thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. <laughs> now you'll tell Chris is is a ghost of some kind, uh-huh. and we're, we're happy to see him here from yes. the ethereal plane. Um, yes. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. And um, in case you haven't been able to figure out, it's artist Chris um, Bordenka. <laughs> So, whose whose artwork hangs on the soft serve podcast it walls? Is. It stomping is true. Jen. It is true, and in other yes. places, in our house. and in other places, and um, yes, we'll we'll talk it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk more about where you can see this art later. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, for sure. All right. Now, as fate, um, as fate would have it. Um, I'm going to have okay to, yeah, I'm <laughs> you sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as fate would have it, the forces of darkness forced me in the last minute to learn as much as I could about this Halloween. Um, one of our guests was going to cover, uh, hit the history of Halloween for us and just yes. review it a little bit. That's true. And now I've, I've been forced to do this because the, the evil spirits have intervened here. Yeah. Tell us all about Halloween. That. What do you know? What have you now, learned about Halloween? Now, what's interesting is I learned um, that Halloween stomping, Jen, is not an American holiday. It's not. It does not originate here. No, huh. it does not. Where do you think it might? Where do you think it might originate? Uh, the hell dimension. <laughs> um, hmm. No, I'm just kidding. The hell dimension. <laughs> Isn't it like 
Dutch or something? No, it's a Celtic holiday. Um, uh. Now, it has a Celtic festival. It's an ancient festival um, dating back more than 2,000 years um, called So In. We need our Gaelic representative. I know. I know. We had... Gosh uh, we, darn it. Yeah. Um, Lindsay the Celtic fairy was going to walk us through this. Ugh. But Lindsay's little fairies got ill, so... Got she little could, sickies. Got little sickies, <laughs> so she couldn't be here. But yeah, um, th- this, is a, this is a holiday um, that comes from the, the ancient United Kingdom um, really? in northern France. Yeah. And, um, it, Tell it, us more. Well, this, this day, the celebration uh, uh-huh. typically marked the end of summer and um, the harvest and the beginning of the dark. The dark. Yeah, the cold winter that was to come. Um, yeah. Now, back then, 2,000 years ago, um, cold weather and dark, um, unfortunately, had this association with death, right? So, um, well, illnesses come out in the winter. Yeah, and the, the Celts. Die. Yeah, the Celts believed that on this There's less food. Yeah, right. And the Celts believed that on this day that they celebrated, uh, so in um, that the boundary between uh, the living world and the dead was blurred. How is this different than Samhain? I don't know if it is. Oh. Yeah. No, it is. It says Samhain here on this paper <laughs> I'm reading from, <laughs> but it says it's pronounced so in. What? That's what it says. We need a we need a proper pronunciation, doctor. Stomping Jen. I Stet. Yeah, I I'm just I'm going off of what I'm reading here from history.com. Oh my god. Yeah, history.com. So, Maybe yeah, we should ask right. our panelists what they know about Halloween. Yeah, do you all know oh. anything about the history of Halloween <laughs> because I'm struggling here. Uh, listen, I'm not going to get the Wiccans mad at me for getting it all wrong. So. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, I'm just going to read a little bit more here, Stomping Jen. Yeah. Okay. And if you have problems with any of this. Oh, oh, oh. What? I think our Lindsay Fairy might be able to come on. Like right now, because she needs to get in here. Yes, I think. <laughs> well, tell her to get in here and I rescue think, me. I think we need, I think yep, we need yep. our fairy friend. Yeah. I um, think she heard you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe we'll give her a second, but it sounded like FC maybe had um, some uh, some idea about where Halloween might have come from. Um, I, aside from seeing stuff on the internet with really scary looking carved turnips, I am turnips. not very familiar with the origins. Yeah. Instead of pumpkins, apparently. Yeah. And so what? So um, that's all I know. It's more than I knew, FC. I mean, it's a lot more <laughs> than I knew. Um so, a part of what the ancient uh, Celts were afraid of is that um, when these boundaries between the living and dead were blurred, um, they thought it made it easier for these um, these spirits, spirits to come over, to come over and um, you know damage their crops and do things. So, why do so many people think that Halloween is like originated in Salem, which is like the mecca? Hmm. For New England. Well, are there a lot of Celts here? Yeah. um, In New England? Or is it like the Mayflower in New England? uh, There's the Boston Celtics. (laughs) The Boston Celtics. (laughs) Um, Did they bring us Halloween? 
Hell Unicorn, do you have any thoughts? Um, I'm pretty sure that it's um people think it's from Salem because of the Salem witch trials. <laughs> um, and that's associated with Halloween because witches, magic, burning mm. at stakes. Yeah. Oh. It's gruesome stuff. Um now I th- I'm pretty sure based on um what History. I read what I read on the History Channel's website that um this goes back even further than the Salem witch trials. Really? Yeah. Um Now I'm going to just flip through some pages here and see what we can find out um about this while we're waiting for Lindsay the Celtic fairy to come in here and rescue us. Um <laughs> Uh, so it says here that Halloween um, was extremely limited in colonial America, Space Unicorn. That would be the time of the, the Salem Witch Trials. It was extremely limited. What does that um, mean, extremely limited? Well, it seems like some people some people knew about it, mm-hmm. right? But due to the um, primarily Protestant, um, very conservative... Um, beliefs of the people back then Mm -hmm. they didn't like it right um they weren't much into christmas either so anything that it was a holiday i think there was a bit of harumphing harumphing yes harumphing a lot of harumphing yes and it says here that halloween was a lot more common in maryland and the southern colonies it's so interesting yeah apparently they were a little more liberal back then down there so um more scottish Mm-hmm. If I, if, so, a little more close to the Celts down south. Yep. Oh, okay. Phew. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Lindsay, the Kel- Lindsay the Celtic fairy is here and connecting yeah, yeah, yeah. to audio. Um, I hope you can hear us, Lindsay the Celtic fairy, because we are in desperate need. I have spent the last five minutes butchering what I believe to be the history of Halloween. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. Hi. I'm. Let me just like work with my technology here and slangeva, everyone. Thank you. Um, Lindsay, the Celtic fairy, is drinking some sort of potion. Um, <laughs> she's sitting underneath a horn of some kind, bolted to the wall. Um, <laughs> my bed. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, thanks. Well, she for... is indeed a fairy of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, Lindsay. Um, so I was attempting to walk through what I believe to be the history of Halloween, and um, one of the reasons you wanted to come on here was because you you know a thing or two about this. So I'm gonna just open it up to you, and you tell us whatever you want to about um, this this holiday that we know of as Halloween. So I'm just gonna preface this by I I know it's like in poor taste to talk about another podcast on a a podcast, but pretty much everything I am going to tell you is going to come from um, the uh, Stories of Scotland podcast. They did a really great um, podcast on the history of it and the Celtic history, which really is where it all kind of ties back. Um, So I'm going to try to say some Gaelic words. Mm. And I apologize. (laughs) Um, so it really comes from the very ancient traditions of, um, Samhain night, um, which is, was pagan. And then when, um, the Catholic religion took over, 
they kind of merged it as they did with many pagan traditions with um, All Hallows Mass or All Saints Day. So that's kind of where we get the word Halloween, but really a lot of the traditions are more from Samhain. And what that is, is basically a celebration of the harvest. And it's like a big party before you go into the second half of the year where it's really just very dark. But like many cultures, like you have the um, Dia de los Muertos in Mexico, they believed that the veil between the fairy world and or the spiritual world and our world was the thinnest on this night. So you get things like, um, you know, people dressing up as ghosts and ghouls to actually sort of trick the fairies into thinking that you were one of them. So they didn't like steal your children. So that's why you have children specifically dressing up in masks. So, um, so they don't steal them. Yes. Yes. Fairies are like known to be children stealers. (gasps) Don't steal my children. (laughs) I know. Um, I have too many of my own to need anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of different things. You also have people. um, There is the tradition of you getting like you giving bannocks or cakes to, you know, leaving as offerings for your past relatives, which again is very similar to Dia de los Muertos, which is where they think the tradition of like getting sweeties or getting treats on Halloween, the trick-or-treating, which they call geisting, which is pretty funny. You know, you're- mm-hmm. um, so a lot of those traditions come from, from that. And I can speak a little bit more about that, but um, has anyone, has anyone ever heard of that before? Does no. that ring a bell? No, no, no. Never heard of geisting. No, most of what I learned was in the last uh, 40 minutes from (laughs) (laughs) history.com. I have notes that are very hastily written. (laughs) Um, So, okay, I guess I'll just continue then. Um, So in Gaelic, they call this night, let's see if I can do it, Oikehune. Um, which is basically a thanks for the harvest and a welcome, um, welcoming of the dark times. And this is what they would do is it was a big celebration. And then it was mostly uh, children and young adults who were eager to enter into adulthood. They would have a big bonfire and a big feast. And they would play all these games to try to guess, to like tell them more about the person they were going to love, like fall in love with and get married. So they have like, you throw a shoe over a house and <laughs> whichever direction the toe is pointing, that's where your love lives. And then my favorite tradition is um, the kale picking. Ooh, so that sounds kale exciting. Is very important. Yes. Right. Mm. I mean, we all love kale. Um, kale is very, very important to the Scottish. It's a huge part of their diet. It's one of the few things that grows there. Um, so the tradition of kale picking is you would go sneak into a kale patch that was not your own. You can't just go out to your own kale patch. It doesn't work that way. You have to sneak in to somebody else's kale patch. And if you get caught, you're in big trouble. I feel like that's but, something that could get you killed back then. <laughs> <laughs> legit. Yeah, that sounds pretty legit. Yeah. You don't mess with kale. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but you are sneaking in and you pick a piece of kale that you are drawn to. And it's supposed to tell you things about the person that you're going to fall in love with. So if you have a very long piece of kale, they're going to be tall. If you have a short piece of kale, they're going to be short. Um, (laughs) If they had like soil on their roots, that was actually a sign that they were going to be wealthy. Hmm. Um, So you would go and you would, yeah, you'd go and you'd pick your kale and there are people that still do it. They still do the kale picking. Um, you know, a lot of the traditions have, as um, the people of Scotland, especially are always trying to hold on to their culture, you know, as much as they possibly can. A lot of these old traditions have come back. And so they're doing a lot of these traditional things, I think in Scotland now. So yeah, and now we, now instead of the kale patch, we have the pumpkin patch. Oh. Over here, right? Oh, gosh, we're all full of insightfulness tonight. <laughs> Do you know where the pumpkin carving of a pumpkin came from? No. No, tell Please us. tell us. You know what you're supposed to carve? Uh, uh, a turnip. The person you yes! want to fall in love with you? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no, no. With any of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that comes back to the, I believe this comes back to the bonfire. So, what they would do is they would all hang out around this bonfire. And then as the fire began to die down, you had like the last embers of the fire and the children would dance on the embers of the fire. And you, the whole point was you had to get home before the last ember died out. Or like if a child wasn't home by then and the fire died out, the fairies were just going to take them back to their realm because they were, they were there. So you'd make a lantern to carry a piece of light with you to help protect you huh. and turnips they didn't really have pumpkins that's like i believe pumpkins are a american like a north american thing actually they might be south american to start mm. um so when uh celtic people came to this country they wanted to carry on these traditions and they couldn't find turnips but there were an awful lot of pumpkins so they started carving pumpkins instead and carrying the pumpkin lanterns and it's actually so supposed to be a lantern that you carry. Yeah. So, but yeah. Huh. That, try carving a turnip. It's not easy. <laughs> I'm going to try. Yeah, they have yeah, I get about 30 turnips a week from our farm share. Oh, you don't. Too many turnips, <laughs> so I'm going to carve one. Um, well, thank you for that um, little recap, um, Lindsay, the, the Celtic fairy, about the history of Halloween. Okay. Now, I put out this call for people to come and join us and to talk about Halloween on our Halloween spooktacular episode, Stomping Jen. And you all enthusiastically said yes. So I was kind of curious. I wanted to just ask you each, you know, what what is it about Halloween that excites you? And I'm gonna I'm gonna go to um, Chris um, Boudenka first. <laughs> uh. So when I was growing up, uh, my family, my father's side, they had eight kids on their, in their family. So I had six uncles, my dad, and then my aunt, and they lived in this big old, old house. And so growing up, it was just sort of a fact. I'm like a matter of fact that there was a ghost in the house. It was Joe the ghost. And like, when you're a kid, you just believe what people tell you. You don't question it. So like, I grew up like convinced that there was this ghost in their house And I think that's just what started sort of this fascination with the supernatural that I've kind of always had that. And also uh, going to Catholic school really puts you in touch with supernatural weird stuff. So um, 
those things combined, I think just kind of um, tripped up this switch in me where I was like, yeah, I like all this stuff. And then from then it was just horror movies at a really way too early age, um, just kind of all the way up until now where I'm too, <laughs> I'm too much of a chicken to watch the horror movies that uh are coming out now so i just read the plot synopsis on wikipedia <laughs> but but i still i still watch everything that i've already watched like i have no problem rewatching all the friday the 13th and all the nightmare on elm streets and all those because i love those and they, you know they're not scary they're just fun so yeah i don't know i start celebrating uh as soon as stop and shop puts the halloween candy which is like august 1st that's to me halloween and uh as soon as you asked it was i think early september i'm like yeah i'm in let's talk now <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Um, Hell Unicorn, I want to ask you. Now, when I ask you to appear on the podcast, you usually give me the side eye and give me the too cool for school, no thanks. But this episode, you said, yeah, I'll come on and talk about Halloween. What is it about Halloween that made you want to come here and talk? First of all, you didn't tell me that you're we doing a Halloween episode until I was down here. Second of all, yes, go on. <laughs> Wrong answer. Second of all, yeah, I haven't been on the podcast in a while, oh, and so I haven't sat through a podcast in a while. But what do you so, love about Halloween? Do you um, like Halloween? Well, yeah, I like Halloween. What do you like about Halloween? Um, I like, um, I like the skeletons and skulls. Yeah, because um, when I was like. Younger, uh, Sawtooth Frank, um, put a lot of skulls around the house. Mm-hmm. We actually have a lot of them still. Yeah, year-round. There's actually three to my left. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have, like, so we have this big tradition of keeping these skeletons in our yard all year, our, all year <laughs> long. Yeah. Um, so that's been one of our newer traditions, and um, it's just really fun to dress up and do that kind of things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to have some really ha- very specific questions for you, so you just hang on there, okay? Okay. All right. Um, F-Season, what is it about yeah. Halloween? Why were you compelled to say yes to my and answer my call mm. to come and talk about Halloween? Well... It is, it, it, I think I, I, it is my favorite time of year and monsters and I go way back. Uh, as a little kid, it's a little odd because I was terrified of Halloween, hated the masks, hated the skulls, hated everything um, about it, but loved it. So it's one of those love hate where it's so terrifying. You feel compelled to go go out and experience it. Uh, and like Chris, I, n- I couldn't even handle the movies that he does watch. I can't watch those horror movies. I've never been in a haunted house because I would love to go, but they're so intense. I've never, I mean, I've been in one or two and, and just panicked the whole time. So hmm. Halloween is too scary for me. But it is also the one time of year where you can just go make whatever you want and put it out there. And my mom was very crafty as a, as a parent and would dress me up as one year. It was an octopus. Another year it was an Oscar Mayer wiener. She encouraged us to decorate the house for Halloween, even though we got nobody at the end of a long, dark wooded driveway. 
<laughs> and so that was the time of year where the crafts came out and you made stuff and you, and, and so that's continued um, pretty much. There was a little lull when I thought I was an adult <laughs> and, I, and I didn't dress up or, or decorate, but recently a few years ago, it's like, you know, why am I not? And, and it's a great time to make art because you have a deadline. It has to be up by October. Right. You have to decorate and then it has to come down. So if it doesn't look good, you don't have to leave it up all year. You, you <laughs> take it down on November 1st. So it's a low stress way to be creative and make art. Yeah. I think, was it before we were recording, um, uh, F season said to us, um, Halloween is an artist's holiday. Was that on air? Was it where we were recording? I can't remember, but I think that bears repeating, and I'd never thought of it that way. It's true. Um, but it's, it's so true, true what you just said. Yeah, it yeah. really is a... Um, a creative holiday. A creative holiday. Yeah, because mm -hmm. people like to dress up, people make their own mm -hmm. costumes, and they can step outside of themselves yeah. and try on new fun identities for the evening or whatnot or yeah. you know like as you say decorate your house nobody thinks you're weird uh especially if you leave it up year-round yeah um Lin <laughs> Lindsay, the, Lindsay, Lindsay, the celtic fairy we know i i think um i think i'm detecting a connection to some of the cultural roots of halloween with you um are there is that what drove you to want to come and talk about halloween is there something else about Halloween that you really love that compelled you to want to talk about it with us? Honestly, I I just have always loved it. I kind of the same thing. Like my mom always made my costume and I would always change my mind at the last minute and be a witch. So she would have to make one costume for school and then another and I'd just be a witch. Um, we also like didn't have a lot of candy growing up in my house. And so it was just kind of an excuse to just go sugar crazy and just get all the possible candy you could. I used to like draw out maps of like the houses and make sure that I, you know, I'm a, I'm a planner. That's kind of who I am. So I would mm -hmm. <laughs> draw out maps and make sure we hit all the houses. But I also grew up on, in a log house on the end of a suit on a main road on like a super long driveway. We never got trick or treaters. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of rely on my friends to kind of continue the fun. And now I've, you know, made my children suffer the same fate where we also live <laughs> at the top of a very long road. Nobody comes up here. So we, we go elsewhere. Um, but I love it. Like I've been making, I have three little girls and I've been making their costumes literally since they were babies. That was like the most, exciting thing I could think to do. And I never thought about it that way as an artist holiday, but it's totally right. It's, it's a really fun chance to be creative. Um, my husband hates Halloween. We just found out. And my girls are like very concerned about that. And they keep going, daddy, you're not like Halloween. <laughs> he better start liking well, Halloween. Yeah. I don't understand it. Um, they like beyond their comprehension. Um, and I think when my oldest, daughter was really little and I realized she was actually a little scared of the concept of Halloween so I started her out with like Sesame Street Halloween stuff to just kind of get the you know get it in her head I just didn't want to get out there to do trick-or-treating and have her just freak out yeah because everybody was dressed up and now she loves it um 
so hopefully, you know, we'll carry that on. Like I have two separate sets of costumes for them this year. It's, oh my I get gosh. into it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, sp- um, hell unicorn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to slip up and call you your other podcast name. I apologize. Uh, do you have a, a Halloween memory that sticks Ooh. in your mind when you think about Halloween? could be from something when you were a lot younger it could be something really recent do you have like a special <laughs> halloween memory um this one's pretty recent but uh this one's pretty recent but um about a so last year during halloween we were in shutdown so me and my neighbor um um decided hey let's um let's dress up as coronavirus and hand sanitizer so uh, we did that and yeah. it was really fun. Yeah. And um we hung out in the backyard and we ate a lot of candy. So that was fun. Okay. Thanks for sharing that memory. Um Chris, any when you think about when you think about Halloween, do you have a memory that really sticks in your mind? You know, it could be from when you were a kid, it could be from when you were an adult. I know you have children, you know. Just curious so, if you have, if yeah, you have for, been, for me, it, yeah, go ahead. For, for me now, it's definitely having the kids to work on because I used to always like to just be a dead guy, not necessarily a zombie, just like a horrifically mangled dead person with blood everywhere and all kinds of stuff. I used to love to do that to myself when I had kids. It was like, oh, I got like little pallets here, you know, and uh, <laughs> or little canvases here. And I would just mm-hmm. make them into little zombies. So every year, it was a blast to make them look worse and worse and just put the pictures out and let like my relatives see them and be horrified that what I did to my kids. And I love it. And they thought it was great too. And I remember, I think I did one of our kids, uh, the first time I did it to them, they saw themselves in the mirror and they were scared and they cried. They <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, F season. What about you? Mm. Do you have a special Halloween memory when you think back mm. or think recently too? Yeah, um, there is the the ancient. There's an ancient memory, like the origin story of why I'm so terrified by it. Um, if you remember the night, like early '70s costumes, they would sell at Kmart for mm. kids. There were these little plastic faces, and they were yeah. just terrifying, you know, weird and abstract and terrifying. And I was over at a friend's house, and he wanted to show me his new Halloween, so he popped out from behind some door or other wearing this terrifying skull mask. And I, I like freaked out, turned around, buried my face in his parents' bed and ended up getting a nosebleed and totally. Oh my God. (laughs) Not too much, but you know, over time, the story should involve copious amounts of blood. (laughs) Um, And that sort of started this whole thing of being terrified of scary faces and skulls and and things. So whenever I think of Halloween, it was like that moment of just absolute terror when my friend suddenly was corpsed, kind of like one of Chris's kids. Uh, Yeah. Um, What about you stomping, Jen? Do you have a Halloween memory? A Halloween memory. Yeah. I'll let you think about it. I have one. I must have been four or five, and I remember it was on Halloween, and my brother, who is three and a half years um, older than me, took me and said, I need, to, I need to take you down to the basement and show you what I found. I found 
the horn of the devil. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So he and, right. There's a lot. There's a lot in this scenario that's wrong for a four-year-old. <laughs> he takes me by the hand, leads me down there, and there's like a wooden crib, like an old wooden crib sitting there. And he goes, "Now reach in there." So I reached in there, and there was a hot, like thing in there, hot, like cylinder. <laughs> And I freak. I think I freaked out. And I burned my hand and I ran away. I've been terrified. And it turns out it was a curling iron. Oh my god! Yeah, he'd put this, plug this curling iron, and told told me it was the horn of the devil. Oh my god! It had me grab it. I have this memory, and now he he may listen to this and be like, "That's total BS, uh, Sawtooth." But this is I have this memory. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, not funny. Funny, yeah. not funny. Um. Anyways, that's my one of my yeah. early like terrifying memories, but it didn't scare me off of Halloween permanently. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, what about you, um, Lindsay, the Celtic fairy? Any special Halloween memories? Not really. I mean, my, all mine are like happy, jolly Halloween memories, <laughs> which is probably why I like it so much. Mm. Um, no, my mom always used to make like popcorn balls, which used to be the traditional thing you'd make. Um, and those were super good. And it was one of those things that you, you only got them once a year. Um, I remember I'm not a patient person and I was the young, I'm the youngest by like almost a decade between my sisters and I, and I remember we would always have pizza on Halloween night and I would like, I would just every five minutes be like, can we go yet? Can we go yet? All oh, the candy's going to be gone. Like, we need to go. We need to go right now. And my mom just being like, oh, can't go until it's dark. And I just like couldn't, I couldn't stand it. Um, but we used to just, I remember my friends um, coming over the day after and we used to do a candy swap. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. But probably the best, like, I guess it's a memory but my mother one year, I think I was probably like seven or eight, made me this beautiful cape, like witch's cape. Um, and it had like this purple fabric with like jack-o'-lanterns and um, cats on one side. And then it had a big hood and the inside was lined with like shiny gold, like silk. And then the inside of the other part was black. And that cape, I still wear to this day. She made it so long. It's like beautiful. She did such a nice job on it. It went with my sisters to college. Like, it Oh, you went, still have it? Yeah. She just said, still have where it. is it? I still- <laughs> wow. Crazy. I want to see this cape. That's crazy. Um, I could go get it. Actually. Yeah. I oh, go, go get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did put my glasses on. Well, Lindsay the Celtic fairy goes and gets um, her cape. Do you have? A, did you have a memory stomping, Jen? So when I was a kid, yeah. So I grew up in New Jersey, right? And you know we were Jewish, which we've talked about before. So my father, in all of his Jewishness, uh, did not was not very happy that we ever wanted to do Halloween. He disapproved highly of Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, we used to go, so trick-or-treating was a lot different in New Jersey too. I don't know if it's different. I'm going to ask that question actually. Yeah. Um, because like kids would go trick-or-treating during the day when they got home from school basically. Yeah. And then yeah. at night it was only like 
teenagers, maybe you'd get like people coming to your door. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? Um, so it's interesting because, so there's another Jewish holiday where you're supposed to dress up called Purim, which is in the spring. And so my dad took that very seriously. And right. like, so, so I have a costume memory yeah. of being little and they dressed me up as, um, uh, what's the Senor Gonzalez, the little mouse character from Looney Tunes? Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. And I had, yeah. he had a big Mexican sombrero hat that he had gotten somewhere. <laughs> he still has them, I think, still in, in his house somewhere. And he dressed me up as Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> for <laughs> Halloween or Purim? It was for Purim. <laughs> okay. Uh, when we do our Purim spectacular. Just, but um, <laughs> wait, it's related yeah. because he was never happy that we ever wanted right. to go trick or treat. We didn't really trick or treat yeah. very much, is my point. Well, I think that's, it's interesting because um, I think maybe there's an assumption that everybody does, you know, celebrate, celebrate Halloween, Halloween, and that's not the case. So well, I appreciate you bringing that up and I mean, telling it, us about this. It's interesting, too, because, like, my father would just always say it's like a, you know, a Christian holiday, yeah. mainly, even though it's very secular. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that that that's an assumption. I think that's not right. Yeah, so it's just, it's and plus it's really, like, I mean, if you really want to get nitty-gritty, it's a Wiccan holiday, like a pagan Celtic. Well, that's Samhain. So we didn't talk about that, Lindsay. So what's the difference between the word that you said that I will never be able to say because it's Gaelic uh, versus Samhain? So it, that's what it is. It's just, you're just pronouncing it wrong. Ah, <laughs> that's how it's spelled. Yeah. Okay. That's how it's, it looks like Samhain, but it's pronounced Samhain. Got it. All right, and I want to just point out, Lindsay the Celtic fairy has returned with, with her, her cape, cape. <laughs> and it is gorgeous. Look at that thing. It's beautiful. That's it has amazing. Very nice and, As a hood. You know, when you're <sighs> trick-or-treating in New England, yeah. where I mean, snow, and like, I remember I have this memory of my friend dressed up as the Little Mermaid, and she had like, um, like a teal, like, sweatsuit underneath her costume because it's so cold like it's so cold usually mm -hmm. here on halloween so this thing's awesome because it's just it's nice to throw on and and be warm mm -hmm. so good to have yeah yes. it's it's around forever i'm like i'm gonna keep it forever it only comes out on halloween and and we'll just i'll pass it on to my girls someday <laughs> thanks mom yeah okay. uh, um you brought up trick-or-treating uh stomping jen mm. and so did you Trick or treat, even though you didn't wear costumes, like did no, you? No, but I did wear costumes. <laughs> so, like, I say that, but like, my so, dad disapproved. Okay, but we would sometimes go out. Okay, but you, so you, you did celebrate Halloween, and and like we always had candy for the trick or treaters. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, because we lived in neighborhoods too yeah. in Jersey. It was like the suburbs, right? Like it wasn't, you know, they were there were sidewalks. It wasn't like where we are. There's like no sidewalk. It was like a neighborhood. Yeah. And hell you, you don't want the you don't want the trick part if you don't have candy. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hell unicorn. I have a question for you. Um, if you want to sit up and and talk into the microphone for a second. Um thinking about trick-or-treating, when is too old? Yeah. When should when should people stop trick-or-treating? Ten? <laughs> When? You should never stop trick-or-treating. Oh, but do huh. adults trick-or-treat? Well, 
Well, in the sense that you tag along. Oh, we tag along. Mm. Right. That's why I had babies. Right. Trick or treat. I had babies so that I could dress them up and, you know, push them around and trick or treat. What about what about teenagers? Hell unicorn. Is there is there a cutoff age for trick or treating? Um, I don't think there is unless you're Ted. Okay, Ted. Um, Ted is your brother, um, also a infrequent podcast guest. Let's go to some of our other guests here. I want to ask Chris: um, Do you have any thoughts on when when is too old to be knocking on doors asking for candy? Uh, probably when you can drive yourself to the place you're going to go trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Yep, I think that's a good rule of thumb because usually around then you're going to a party mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, or you know, partying, partying in the woods like back in the day we used to do, but um, yeah, uh, 16, 17. Hmm. If a kid shows up and they're a teenager and they are earnestly trick or treating, I'm not gonna deny them they're out, that's they're having a good time. If they were yeah. anything like I was, they weren't trick or treating, they were running around causing trouble, okay? Um, FC, um, mm. now are we carting people at your door? Um, are we trying to make a determination of age? What, when do you have any thoughts on this? Um, I was gonna make a joke about uh, sometime around your bar mitzvah might be a good time to stop. Okay, uh, I think all both of our kids stopped around that time just naturally. I think the parents were ready and raring to go out trick or treating, and they're like, nah, I'm good. So there was a natural cutoff for our kids. Mm -hmm. But if someone shows up at the door, I don't care how tall they are. If they put effort into a costume, it's like, sure, take, take it all. Okay. Um, Lindsay, the Celtic fairy, what are we thinking about this? Should there be age restrictions on trick or treating? No, I think it's all just like, if, again, if you're being fun about it and you're being like polite, although really the tradition is to like, literally just raise hell like just kind of be wild i don't know if anyone's ever seen um if anyone's ever seen meet me in st louis but there's a really great oh come on everyone (laughs) there's a really great scene where it's halloween night and i mean you're looking at i think it's like the 19 um when that movie is supposed to take place and they're literally like throwing furniture on a bonfire and it's like they're going throwing flour in people's faces and the girls are dressed up as like drunken men and the boys are dressed up as like these big buxom women <laughs> like it's very strange it's very like but they it got so out of hand at one point i think in the history of it that they went okay let's let's turn this around a little bit because otherwise it's just it's a night of like chaos um and so now I think if you're going out and you're having a good time and you, again, put effort into a costume and you're being polite and you're like letting everybody wait their turn to get their candy and making sure the little kids are you know, not being pulled over, yeah. I'm going to give you candy if you show up and you're 18 and you're dressed up, dressed up for Halloween. So I kind of expect candy too. Interesting. <laughs> so no, I don't think there's a cutoff. I do think I stopped myself out. So yeah, I think that was about when I stopped. Yeah. What about you? What about you stomping Jen? What? What are your thoughts? Is, is, should there be an age restriction on this trick or treating? Uh, yeah, no, I agree with the panel. Yeah. I mean, at that point, right. Like you're going to parties, like you're not. 
Yeah, I'm just going to point out we lost Hell Unicorn. Yeah, um, they're gone. Yeah, they fell. They went back. They went back to the underworld. Yeah, they're um, gone. Uh, stopping Jen, you mentioned something, and I was horrified to hear this about trick or treating in the daylight. Yeah, I can't even imagine this. I I think that's wrong. I don't know. That's the way it is in where I grew up. Do does anybody else have thoughts about this? I, didn't they trick or treat in the daytime in ET? Mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember yep. the kids were trick-or-treating in the daytime in E.T. And I remember watching that as a kid going, what the heck is this? You don't do that. That's not right. Well, that's why it's always funny when like people move to this area, like on this on the like local forums. And they're always like, when is trick-or-treating? Because it's true. In some communities, they don't have trick-or-treating. They, they have set times for trick-or-treating. It may not mm-hmm. be on Halloween. It might be different days. I yeah. don't know. It's it's just, you know, like yeah. it's not always Halloween evening. Is that like a town mandated type mm-hmm. of thing? Like I, the town set mm-hmm. that up or like does everybody just kind of agree like we're going to do it this day at 4? I think some we, sometimes it's a town mandate. Um sometimes we've had it's just our a mayor yeah. cancel it. Oh, really? Oh. Weather <laughs> when I stuff. When we lived in a different town, I was so excited because we finally lived in like a semi neighborhood to pass out candy. And my neighbor was like, Oh, trick or treating is tonight. And I was like, What? It's like the 29th. You can't just do that. No, it's not. (laughs) I was so curious about it. I'm more upset about like not trick or treating on actual Halloween. If you want to have like Halloween events at other times, that's fine. But no. You're not allowed to change Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is Halloween. You can't change the date of it. So I get the like going out because very dangerous. I mm-hmm. mean, be super careful. And it is so dark. And like my kids go to bed at like 7:30. So it's it's dark super early now. But um actually I watch a lot of um Bewitched and in that show you know, in the sixties, I don't know if it was the sixties or I don't know if it's, you see it a lot in movies because, or shows, because it's easier to film than trying to film it during the daytime. But there's a light out and I'm like, what is this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I I wasn't sure. Like, okay, is it a filming thing where it's like almost impossible to film all of this at night and be able to see it, especially given the technology at the time? Or is it, they just go trigger like back in the sixties or they were in California. They maybe just went early. I don't know. Yeah. I don't mind that as long as you don't change the date. <laughs> yeah. Now, has anybody here ever performed a trick because they did not get a treat? No. Never. Well, there's, there's, uh, there's implied that if you don't get a treat, there's trick you're or a treat. going to be a Sounds trick. Like FC had something. Oh, FC, was. please tell us. Mm, no, I'm sorry. I was saying, uh, nope, never would. It was too much of a goody goody. Like, <laughs> no, no tricks up your sleeve. <sighs> no tricks. No tricks up my sleeve. No. Hmm. Anyone else? Chris sounds like he was a troublemaker. <laughs> yeah, <I> was. <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about on the radio. No, on the podcast. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. We were not. When I was 15, 16, 17, 16, I guess, was probably where I stopped being a, a total ass as a, uh, a kid. Um, yeah, we did, you know, eggs and toilet paper and smashed pumpkins and we were just general jerks, but, uh, we had fun at the time. I mean, it was like, it was exciting and it was, you know, 
you know, there was always the risk of getting caught and you're constantly running away from everything that you just did. And it, it, you know, it was, it was fun at the time, but it was, uh, if I could go back, I'd give myself a dope slap. Yeah. I mean, let me just say you're not alone. Stomping Jen did all of that destructive stuff as well. What are you talking about? I think that was you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely did. Um, (laughs) yeah, no, that was, that was, that was my lived experience as a teenager. Um, and I, I know I recognize now that it's awful. As an adult. As an adult, yes. Um, But we definitely would grab a pumpkin off a porch and destroy it. And we had had eggs. And I even remember, you know, we we would turn it into a whole thing. Like, who's going to go out and get the eggs? And we would, and there was a point, like a day or two before, where they wouldn't sell eggs to kids. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And I got shut down on more than one Halloween trying to obtain eggs. And we always waited for the last minute, of course. And shaving cream. We did the whole thing. Like, I know, it's terrible. You're awful. I know. Um, But now, you know, um, uh, 30, 32 years later, what damage was really done, Stomping Jen? Let's contemplate that. You might have scarred some poor people for life. <laughs> yeah. You never know. All right. Um, Lindsay, you the... You that? Yeah. Yeah, I want to ask Lindsay the Celtic fairy. Oh, could you say that again, please? Have you ever tried to clean dried egg off of anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy to do. I have chickens. I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah, cleaning, <laughs> yeah. like, raw egg off of, like, a house is, you know... I'm just... I'm just... That should have been, your, like... Yeah, go ahead. Isn't that a st- <laughs> Sorry, there was a little bit of technological. Yeah, the we uh, we cut in we cut in and out from the fairy world for a second. Go yeah, ahead. Um I just like now I have this scene from You Can't Buy Me Love in my head where <laughs> You shit on my head. Oh. <laughs> What happened? Just like oh. this whole scene. <laughs> it happens at Halloween. That's a heartbreaking scene. That's yeah. Ter- oh. It's like, you shit on my... It was like, do you know this movie? You no, but you, you're not finishing the sentence. It's because Chris knows mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. But I want to know. Tell me. You it's shit a, on You shit on what? On my house. Oh, somebody did that on oh, Halloween? No. It was like a whole thing. Yeah, because like it's like a whole thing about like how this like nerd got cool. Yeah. And then so his nerd friend... Like mm-hmm. so, he does this awful thing to the, and they always do yeah. it to this one family, and it was like his house, and yeah. he didn't know that, and so the friends mad at him, and he's like, "You shit on my house, you shit." Yeah, I don't like that. I think, I think, a, I think Halloween um, prank should be should fall into the mischief category. Mm-hmm. That's what shit. I think. Not yeah, sh- no shit. Involved. Yeah, just nasty eggs. And I think <laughs> eggs. Pro- no, I was just going to acknowledge eggs probably cross the line. So toilet paper is yeah, probably definitely. A lot better. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, to- in, um, Go ahead, FC. Yep. In southeastern Michigan, when I was growing up, the night before Halloween was called Devil's Night, and I don't know that I've found it anywhere out here. But it was that was the night that you did destructive stuff. That's right, Michigan. And that was the night. That there was there were like fires all across Detroit. Oh my God. Uh, to the point where, you know, the the fire departments were just totally occupied for a whole night with people setting fires to all the empty houses and garages and things. Wow. So um they kind of moved the most destructive stuff to the night before. And then Halloween itself was this happy little kid's Halloween. So hmm. 
devil's night. We had mischief night. You did? Yeah. Was it the night before Halloween? Yeah. No, yeah, that 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 Did that you engage out. did you engage in mischief? No. Yeah, see, we didn't. We did everything on Halloween. We yeah. would go out yeah. on Halloween and cause trouble. Yeah. Yeah, now, Chris and I are both New Englanders. <laughs> we grew up here. Like, and Chris, um, you grew up near Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I did too. It must be a thing yeah. out there. But you grew up yeah. in, like, so close to the Mecca. Well, I grew up in actual Salem, Massachusetts. That's true. Where they hung um, the witches. It's called Danvers, Massachusetts. Um, that's oh, that was yeah. that was old Salem. Old Salem. And then Salem got wise, what's mm-hmm. called Salem now, and became Salem, and then capitalized on the whole Halloween thing. Yeah, except they get inundated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been anywhere near that place. On yeah. Actual Halloween. No, yeah. I've never been to Salem because I actually, my uncle traced our, we can trace on my mother's side our relatives back to the Mayflower. And also, one of my relatives was killed during the Salem witch trials, and I've never been to <gasps> the place that she died because I do believe in the supernatural, but I don't want to touch it. I don't want to. I don't want me to encourage any spirits to come with me. So I've never been, <laughs> and I, I don't think I will ever go. I don't oh, want to wow. touch that horrible, horrible part of the past. So. Yeah, I will say they did. Um, they did erect a monument, like a memorial, there to the um, people who were hanged. Mm-hmm. So you can go and see that. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's I, crazy, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, now, would you ever not Sad. give? Would you ever not give <laughs> a child a candy because they um, didn't say trick or treat? No. <laughs> No. That's ridiculous. No. That's a legit that's a that's, legitimate question. You're asking legit. like that's that's stupid. I'm yeah, what? monster insist. I'm with Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. I if you don't say trick I or treat go ahead, Lindsay, please. No, like if, if a, well, now that I've had the opportunity, I've actually like I was kind of a nerd in high school, so I didn't go to parties on Halloween. I went to other people's houses that lived in neighborhoods and passed out candy with their parents. Because I love it so much, mm-hmm. and I was not I, not into parties. Um, and if the kids didn't say it, I would like gently encourage them. But if they were rude about it, I'd be like, "I'm not giving that to you until you, <laughs> until you like do something. Like you got to do do a trick for me or like, <laughs> move along." But yeah, I'm like I'm pretty hardcore on that. I'm also very hardcore on manners, like with my own children. So I'm sure that's mm. probably where that comes from. But like if they're just shy, like little kids also have this thing, especially really little kids. If you give them something, it's not they're being impolite. They just like face out and they're so overwhelmed looking at the thing, especially if it's their first trick or treating. They're like, oh, my God, I just got candy. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. I do like this. Yeah, go ahead, FC. Our eldest lasted one house his first year. He walked up to the house. The guy handed him a full-size candy bar. And he's like, I'm done. This is great. Let's go home. <laughs> All right. So I'm the, I'm the only one who w- would not give candy. I, I believe you have to say that to get candy. Now, speaking of candy, what is the best Halloween candy? Oh, God. The best. I don't know. I know the answer. 
<laughs> you know the answer? Uh-huh. I do, but I want to ask... Full-size o- candy bars. Yeah, I want to ask other people. No, you're wrong. It's not the best Halloween candy. Um, let's ask Let's ask FC. Um, FC's hmm. in. What, what is the best Halloween candy? The best Halloween candy. Well, they all give me a headache, so I'm... I'm- I, I'm happy to buy a whole bunch and give it away. There you go. The popular stuff is always the Reese's mm-hmm. um, and the Snickers. You usually don't have any of those that left by the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, we all knew which house gave out the full-size candy bars. So there's, a, candy there's bars. a vote there for the full-size candy full bars. Full-size candy bars. Okay. Um, Chris, thoughts on this? The best Halloween candy. All right. To get trick-or-treating is the Reese's. For sure. And then this is going to be very controversial. Everybody hates it apparently, but candy corn. I love what candy did, corn. What did, wait, what did you call them? Chicken, chicken feed. Chicken, chicken feed. feed. Yeah. <laughs> chicken feed. I could eat that stuff by the bag full, but that's yeah. not something I don't want to, I don't want to get a handful of candy corn. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, do you have thoughts on the best Halloween candy? Oh, do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would also like to say that um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was still in my first trimester and I literally like bought a bag of can- Halloween candy and then threw it all up. Oh, God. Um, um, absolutely. 100% Reese's, but particularly the pumpkin shaped Reese's because they have more peanut butter in them. <laughs> huh. That's awesome. Something about the pumpkin shape. It- yeah, go ahead. Also Twix. I like and, Twix. Um, and I do love candy corn, but I'm I'm with Chris. I I don't want to get no. candy corn treating that seems odd. I just yeah. want to buy it and need it. Yeah. Um I have to tell you all. So every year Go ahead. I have a big glass pumpkin mm. with a lid, like a cookie. Yeah. Like a cookie uh storage container. Yeah. And I buy two bags of candy corn. And I dump all of it in this big thing, and I eat a handful of it like practically every day <laughs> until it's gone. And do you know what happens every night? Um, she throws sto- up. Yeah, no, Jen eats the handful of candy corn, and without fail, goes, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> There's so much sugar in it. Yeah. It's just like a total mm. sugar. Bo- and then you're like, you can't stop, but then you have to stop because mm-hmm. then your stomach starts hurting. It's terrible. Yeah. Are you ready to hear what the best Halloween candy is? Oh, I forgot you mm. haven't. Uh, Lindsay any. almost got it. Well, partially got it right. Uh, Twix is the second best Halloween What's candy. Your, oh, I know what it is. Already. What? Your Whoppers. <laughs> what? <loves> Whoppers. <laughs> How gross. dare Can you? Can I just Lindsay? say my yes. my issue with Whoppers? Yeah. Okay. So real chocolate covered malt balls are so good, mm. and Whoppers taste like plastic. <laughs> Like they're just like pale imitations of real chocolate covered malt balls. No. Yes. You're wrong. They're delicious. (laughs) They come in that little package that you can squeeze with your fingers and they shoot into your mouth. You don't even have to touch them with your hands. Oh boy. Right? That's the best part of it. Oh boy. It's the delivery of the candy. Mm -hmm. Squeeze it. It's like a um a multi chocolate zit. It just pops right into your mouth. (laughs) So nasty. Oh, I love them. <laughs> They're the best. And I will, I take them from my children uh-huh. and yeah. I hoard them. You know what the new candy is what? that I like? Uh, that's only come out in the last couple of years. I don't know how old they are, but the Milky Way Darks. Oh, yeah. They're really good. 
They are really good. I prefer them frozen. I know you always like, you like all yeah. your chocolate frozen though. That's true. I do. Yeah. But I do like the Milky Way darks. Those are really good. All right. I'm getting hungry talking about candy. I want to talk about <laughs> Halloween decorations really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you all do for Halloween decorations? What are your favorite Halloween decorations? Let's um let's go to FC. Yeah. Let's start with um, him. So I think I mentioned the years ago I used Halloween as a way to jumpstart making art. Yeah. So every year I take a this long porch along one whole side of the house and I hand paint a uh, diorama that cover that takes up the entire porch. Um, it faces a street. The street we live on has a cemetery across the way, which limits my choices for Halloween because anything with um, anything with tombstones or corpses would be redundant uh, at this point. So Mm -hmm. every year it's like, what, what can I do other than typical? So one year it was a bunch of um, mice in a lab animating a giant Frankenstein kitten. There's another year it was a, there was a pirate ship being attacked by a giant octopus. And then a couple of weeks later, this, this lifeboat full of pirate pugs oh. appears crashing on a beach. Uh, so every year I, I start decorating around February or I start working on the decorations oh, around February. That's and, awesome. And paint all through the summer uh, and then try to get it up in stages. So that's my that's what I do. Yeah, and as an observer of these installations, they are really epic. They are awesome. And they are amazing. Um, and I love that um, – I don't know if they're every year they are unique, but they, mm-hmm. are, they, they are entirely unique creations. You'll see nothing like them. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely amazing. They're pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one of my favorite things that, that – uh, oh, we're not going to talk about this. What? So FC like created the Goblin Circus that one year. Was that just one year mm. you did that? The Goblin Circus was that the the there was a you had like a carousel. Whole, you did a whole installation in Northampton. Oh right, I took over a, a little empty storefront one year. Yeah, yeah, and and cool. created an entire exhibit of the Halloween decorations. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was pretty awesome. That we went awesome. and visited. That was a yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, all right. Um, uh, let's go. I want uh, Lindsay, the the um, the Celtic fairy. What? Do you, how do you decorate? What is your style? What's your favorite kind of decoration? Um, I like a lot of the like vintage art, and I've been trying to find a little bit more of that because it's mm. just I don't know. The colors are really rich and traditional, and I find a lot of the newer stuff just to be kind of tacky. But you can find sometimes a lot of new stuff that is, you know, modeled after vintage. So, um, like, I have a really beautiful beam in our living room. And I love to, I've got, like, just kind of dark colors and, like, tarnished metal and a lot of that going on. So I try to keep it pretty simple. Um, I have a very old corn husk doll. I don't know if you guys know what those are. Mm, no. Um, we had like a corn husk angel on our tree my entire life growing up. I think my mom bought like all of this season with like corn husk dolls, but it's literally a doll made out of corn husks. Um, and then they have like a little wooden head um, and they're just like 
they dye them different colors and make these like elaborate dresses out of them. They're kind of cool. They weigh like nothing because it's made of corn husk. Um, so I have a witch and then I have a lot of pumpkins and cats. And it's one of those things that I, I don't realize that I'm drawn to those things until I put up my Halloween decorations and I go, Oh, okay. That's my style. (laughs) (laughs) Then cats and witches. Like that's, that's kind of my, I don't go for like, the blood and gore. I don't, you know, get into that. I do have a skeleton, um, and his head fell off. So it hangs out (laughs) near him. It's kind of like the headless horseman. I need to get a horse to go with him, (laughs) but yeah, I like to do a lot of, um, a lot of like vintage, just really traditional, like black and white and orange and lots of pumpkins and lots of cats. Cool. What about you, Chris? What's your, what's your, what's your Halloween decorating style? So before I say anything, uh, FC, the, I stalked you after we you posted the picture for your porch and I saw some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. They're so mm-hmm. incredible that, cool. um, there's a Godzilla one with like a, like a cityscape and Godzilla appeared at one point. That was yep. awesome. It was so awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I, I, t- I like the, I like the kitschy stuff, like the real cheap kind of like some of the dollar store stuff. Um, and I just keep accumulating more and more of it because it's so cheap. So every year kind of whatever display we have gets a little bit bigger. Some things break and go away. So like right now we just have cobwebs all over the bushes and some zombie arms sticking out of some bushes. And I have a lot of Halloween and horror themed stuff in my studio that I use anyway. And I just kind of add as decoration. So some of that stuff gets moved upstairs for people to see it in, you know, public or I guess, and then, uh, you know, put it out in front and, we have a, a new light show thing that they have that's popular right now where it looks like there's like the house is kind of in flames and they're kind of like different colors. And, but yeah, I, I tend to like the cheap stuff. I think it's um, just reminds me of when we were kids. Cause a lot of our Halloween decorations were also really cheap. I mean, it was all stuff coming from like Zare, oh, and, Zare. Uh, Bradley's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Zare and, like, Bradley's and like Woolworths and stuff like that. Yeah. My mother was super into um, like ceramics, like Halloween ceramics. Like she had a pretty deep collection of those things and they would come out, you know, like the black cats, Mm -hmm. the pumpkins, um, you know, like ceramic witches and she would make them. And I keep thinking about um, FC and his, his characterization as Halloween as a creative like holiday. It's a time to make art and make things. And Mm -hmm. that was like, Definitely the experience in, you know, my house. My mother was a maker. She loved to make stuff and yeah. she would do that every Halloween, like make things. Um, here at, at um, the Soft Serve Podcast Studios, we've developed a tradition going back a couple of years now. We buy those um, five foot tall um, skeletons um, that you can get. They're posable, you know, they have articulating arms and you can get them like at Target. Um, mm. Every year we've picked one up and th- put it in the yard. I think we're up to seven now. No, there's only five. Nice. Is there five? There's five and a cat. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a skeleton cat. Um, but this year we put them so they're all there. We have lining a lo- the driveway. longish driveway. So they're lining the driveway. Um, I got mm. some spotlights for them. So yeah. n- they're now all underlit by these spotlights. They it's pretty cool. cool. But the cool part, I think, is we leave them up all year. We never take them down. <laughs> we never take them down. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they all yeah. have names. I told this story. Um, cool. uh, one of um, Hell Unicorn's friends' parents came to pick them up. And 
this was like a month or so ago. Yeah. And he was like, um, some pretty interesting skeletons you got in your yard there. It's not quite <laughs> Halloween. I was like, oh yeah, those stay up all year round. Yeah. We never take them down. We just yeah. add to them. We don't bother taking them down. Like, oh, that's interesting. Nice. Yeah. So anyways, that's, and I don't think I'll take them down. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too, because like, um, Lindsay, I know you do this and <laughs> like, we don't interior decorate like with the seasons. I know a lot of people do. So um, like Hell Unicorn said, we have a lot of skulls just in general, because I think it's just our general aesthetic. Like we're not like super like, in, I mean, we do like horror. You like horror. We have a Dawn I of the do. Dead poster yeah. and we have a bunch of yeah. other stuff. Mm. But um, I think when we, when we renovated our house and we were Getting our aesthetic. What was our aesthetic at the time? You had a very specific aesthetic. It was um. What, uh, it was like, um what's was, the name of that restaurant we like? It was Mission Cantina. Yeah, it was Mission Cantina chic. <laughs> was our style? That was what we based our interior decorating yes. style yes. on. Was Mission Cantina? Mission Cantina oh. with a lot of yeah. you know sugar skulls. No, but and- I I love all that. I I love I love skulls. I love all of that. Um, dark imagery you know i love um i don't want to scare anyone i love like the imagery associated with um satanism like i love devils mm-hmm. i love baphomet um, baphomet baphomet is the statue I know who of, he is. yeah and mm-hmm. i especially love the statue of baphomet with the two children sitting on his lap and he's reading oh, yeah. the satanic bible to them it's one of my favorite sculptures ever but <laughs> like it just i love all of that dark stuff like I'm just so fascinated by it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've always liked a lot of horror movies yeah. and whatnot. And- um, I, I had to ask one more decorating question of you all, um, and it goes back to these jack o' lanterns. Now we have the simple jack o' lantern, right? Which is the you know maybe triangles or circles for eyes and a you know jagged mouth, and then we have these things that can only be described as sculptures, mm-hmm. right? Where you you carve a very somehow people carve these very elaborate faces onto the front of the pumpkin or just anything. What do you all think about this? Do you have a preference? What kind of, what kind of jack-o'-lantern do you prefer? Do you prefer the the classic simple jack-o'-lantern or um, these more elaborate ones? I'm going to ask Lindsay, the Celtic fairy first. (laughs) I, I honestly love them all. I love that. I love art. I love things that I can't do, but other people do very well. Um, like I found my husband who carves wood is very good at carving pumpkins because mm. it's like very similar. You can use the similar tools. Oh, yeah. Um, so I love all of it. They have like, you know, the competitions where they make on like the food network where they take these huge, like hundred, 200 pound pumpkins and they make these elaborate scenes out of them. And that just like blows my mind. So I always have these ideas of doing crazy things and they usually end up like coming out terribly. And then my husband saves me at the last minute, but I, I love it all. And I love it on mass. Like I love lots and lots and lots and lots of jack-o'-lanterns. I love like the sparkly lights. Um, if you can ever go to like a, jack-o'-lantern walk they have them at like mm-hmm. i think the roger williams zoo does it mm-hmm. um it's amazing it's so beautiful and it's to me it's kind of the symbol of the season there's nothing more halloween traditional than 
a lantern because you're sort of celebrating like the last little bit of light before you go into the dark season. So I love it. I love it when there's just like a ton of jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Chris, do you have, do you have a favorite kind of jack-o'-lantern to carve? Simple, elaborate. Do you do both? Yeah. No, I'm very bad at it. So I tend to stick. I usually have my youngest draw whatever he wants me to make on the pumpkin and those I can usually manage because, you know, he's 11. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I love, I mean, I love the elaborate pumpkins. I think they're incredible. It's, I wish yeah. I could do something like that. I, you know, I've, I've attempted it and it's always been a miserable failure. So yeah. they just end up being, you know, traditional somewhat pumpkins. Yeah. What about you, FC? Do you, do you, do you carve pumpkins and how, how do you approach this? Yeah. When I've been able to carve them, I'll do the whole carving thing. Um, I really appreciate the simple ones because, yeah. you know, it doesn't take as long. One year I ended up collaborating with a squirrel because <laughs> I, did a, I did a pumpkin, a very nice little smiley pumpkin, and a squirrel came along and just chewed a hole in the side of its face. Oh, no. So I got a small pumpkin and I carved it with these vicious little, you know, three-dimensionally carved, realistic-looking, just shark teeth and stuck it in the hole as if it was chewing its way out of the guy. So that was probably the best of the bunch. So, wow. So creative. See what a way to roll with fate. I love it. I love Um, it. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a simple triangles (laughs) kind of. I saw a crazy video on the internet. Yeah. Where somebody took like a pressure watcher washer like oh and like and like used it to carve jack lantern yeah. and they were like oh see how easy it is and it was like super fast and then they showed the back of it and they were like it didn't even get destroyed no it didn't go through it was crazy that's weird wow um i just want to ask real quick about halloween uh, movies shows mm. scary otherwise do you have a favorite um fc what about you do you have a hmm. i think i feel like i might know your answer but i'm not sure really Possibly. Remember. Well, I was gonna. I would. I was going to guess the um the peanuts. Um, oh yeah. Uh, what is it? Char? Is it Charles M. Schultz? Charlie yeah. the Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown the Charlie Brown is, Halloween special. Yeah, is like the best holiday special ever made. So yeah. The oh. Great Pumpkin. The Great. Oh, yes. Is, the Great Thank Pumpkin. Thank you, Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. The great, yeah. 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 Yeah, with with you know the the different ghosts and Charlie Brown can't use his scissors, so he ends up being all all holes, not just two eye holes. He's <laughs> that's in. right. Yeah, uh, and the pig pen character is walking along dressed as a ghost with a little cloud of dust yeah. following him. So yeah, and poor Linus trying to convince mm-hmm. everybody to hang out in the pumpkin patch. Yeah. That yeah, that one like every year we'd have to make sure we were home for that one. Yeah. Because, you know, back in those days, you had to be in front of the TV. Right. That's right. Was yeah. none of this yep. on-demand streamy stuff. Yes. Yeah. No. Right, if you think of another one, let us know. Um, yeah. Lin- Lindsay, do you have a favorite Halloween? Oh, I can guess her favorite. Halloween-related. <laughs> I think I know the answer, too, but I'm not going to guess. <laughs> Honestly, I have a list. Like, I literally have, I own, like, an entire collection of movies that I watch, mm-hmm. like, on Halloween. That's, like, my... I have like a whole trunk of them and they range from like queen of the damned and mm-hmm. the covenant, which are, you know, lesser known horror movies. I guess you'd call them. I love the mummy. The mummy is one of my favorite movies. Um, hmm. 
And then I love Sleepy Hollow. It's probably actually my favorite. And then you have like Hocus Pocus, obviously, which I still can't believe Stomp and Jen has never seen. I like literally blows my mind. (laughs) I can't even. even. We're going to fix that soon though. I know. I know. Yes. Okay. All right. What about you, Chris? Favorite Halloween related movies? Okay, so I usually in uh, Halloween time I try to yeah. I try to go through uh, a lot of the classics that I grew up with, which like like I mentioned before, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, um, the the series there, um, and then I try to watch something that I haven't seen before. Um, I attempted to watch the 2018 Halloween movie the other day, and as soon as I put it on, for some reason, our puppy just started going crazy, barking at the TV screen. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess uh, I'm not supposed to watch this right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I, 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 I watched them all, everything that was out from probably like 1980 until about 1995. I think I saw like every horror movie there was, and I loved them all. And at some point something switched in my brain and I became too chicken to watch them. And I would read the Wikipedia synopsis of them all, like I described. And that's how I would discover if I was going to be able to watch it or not. Um, I, I listen to some horror podcasts too, and they kind of go through the entire plot of the thing. And then I'm like, okay, I think I can handle that. I'll try <laughs> it. Um, but my absolute favorite traditional current uh, um, Halloween thing in my family, we've been watching this since it came out. So I forget how long it's been now, maybe five, six, seven years ago on Cartoon Network, there was this short mini series that came out called Over the Garden Wall. And <laughs> it is the best Halloween themed anything and it's not scary it's it was made uh, it's not for little kids but um it's one of those things that when everyone's around all of us together we're like do you want to watch it and it's five 10 minute episodes um that are just gorgeous it's about these two brothers an older brother and a younger brother i think it's set in the 80s and they are out for the night on halloween and they're in a graveyard and something happens i think the police show up and the kids get scared. They go to run from the police and they go over this wall and fall. And then they wake up and they are in this dark forest. And then it goes from there. And I, I really don't want to give any of it away because it's just, it's beautiful. It's funny. Um, it's, it's just, it's one of those things where once you see it, you go, oh, you know why people love it as much as they do. But it's called mm. Over the Garden Wall. And I can't recommend it highly enough to anybody. Over the Garden nice. Wall. We'll add that to the list, yeah. Dumping Jen. As soon as I'm done binge-watching The Sopranos. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I think it's on HBO Max. Okay, even better. I'll be right there for it. Uh, do you have a favorite Halloween-related thing? <laughs> Halloween. Well, I mean, this is the nightmare before Christmas. Mm, yeah. yeah. This is Is that a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? It's a Halloween movie. It is. Okay. It's, oh, <laughs> for sure. It's a Halloween movie. Okay. You like that one? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I don't know what mine is. I don't know, but I, 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 I am not like Chris because we can watch horror movies all day mm. long. Yeah. And there, yeah. I feel like there are ones that like I still haven't seen. You've seen night, the first the Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah, you know for sure because Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he dies within ten minutes. But yeah, um, no, yeah, I've seen all like the Freddy movies. I haven't seen. I don't know mm. that I've watched mo- many of the okay. Jason movies. We've watched Texas Chainsaw. I don't feel like those are like Halloween movies. They're good horror movies. Mm-hmm. If I was to pick my absolute favorite horror movies, it would be the George Romero yeah, I know you, first three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dead movies those yeah. are so amazing mm. yeah yeah um 
And then yeah. the best horror movie I've seen in the last 10 years is something called It Follows. Oh, God, you love that movie. I do mm, not understand yeah. your obsession with that movie. Uh, <laughs> mostly because it's the psychological horror of this thing just following people. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the movie is exactly what it tit- what its title is. Yes, There's no, it it, It's just about a thing that follows people, so and it's horrifying. But it's like a whole metaphor for, like, STDs. I, I know. Which is just like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. We like the Purge movies. Those are great. Oh, the pur- yeah. I mean, those are terrifying in a completely different way. Yeah, psychological. Uh, yeah. More. But those are good. You know what's uh, hereditary? That movie like haunts oh. me sometimes. Hereditary? Yeah. Yeah. That movie's yeah. fucked I recent, up. Oh, I watched a clip of that because I'd heard enough about it. And yeah. there's two scenes in that movie that I just- Oh, no. It's I have, horrid. Yeah, there's the car scene. I yeah. had to watch that, and it was like torture, even though I knew it was coming. And then I had to watch the scene with the piano wire and the neck, and I was like, "Oh God, I never saw this movie." Like, yeah, <laughs> oh. it, it's super creepy. The Baba Duke was yeah. good. That's like yeah. more recent. The yeah. Ring, all those. <laughs> yeah, I used to love horror movies, like the old campy horror movies. We went through. We I had a a group of friends in high school, and we sort of went back through. Like all the old, 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 old horror movies. I mean, I'm talking like the original Dracula, mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. in black and white. Um, and we got up to like the 80s. And then the very last horror movie I saw was The Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. And that right. movie so psychologically disturbed me that I still like, I still have nightmares about it. It yeah. was the most upsetting thing ever because most horror movies like they follow a traditional you know thing and it's like teenagers and they're stupid and it's not a big deal if they die this was like a family and it messed me up and i can't like i can't watch horror movies anymore mm-hmm. but i do still love like if it's campy and it's you know it's fun and it's yeah. just kind of pointless like i do i still love those movies but yeah that we ruined me yeah. we used to watch like tales from the crypt yeah. and like yeah, you know, those that kind of stuff. and i'm thinking you know i'm thinking about um the great pumpkin charlie brown i'm thinking about the nightmare <laughs> before christmas and mm-hmm. halloween doesn't have to be about terror no, and murder and no. you know mm-hmm. like that's just uh, you know. Wait, you're just destroying the plot of Nightmare Before Christmas, which is <laughs> it can't be anything but scary. Is that what it's about? Have you not seen this? I movie? don't know. I saw it in the theater when it came out. I that haven't was seen a it long since. Time scary, ago. but it's not like yeah. it's not scary. But, like, fun scary. It's yeah. not like yeah. like terrifying scary. Like to me, I can't do the like. I have no desire to be terrified out of my mind, but yeah. like fun, you yeah. know, fun. Yeah. Creepy, yeah. like horror is, is fun, but like that's you know the that's movies. what they are. They they can't help it. Yeah. They're just scary and dead. <laughs> I, I will say the, the movie, and I've said this before. The movie that psychologically freaks me out the most is the movie they made off The Mist, Stephen King's The Mist. Oh yeah, <gasps> just the oh, end yeah. of that movie just fucks me up. Like, yeah. Story, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't um, like it. I don't like it. Yeah, it's such movie, a good movie. Too, but then that part like Ugh. makes it hard to watch it again. Ugh, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I want to you know, ask. It's a really. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Sorry. Nope. Go. Uh, one movie that came to mind that fits into the Charlie Brown Nightmare Before Christmas is uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Ah. <laughs> Anybody? That one. Old school. It's like Abbott and Costello doing their their thing, 
but it's like all of the classic movie monsters. They run into Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, and they're all played by the people who played them in the movie. Oh, really? So it's like a mashup of like, I forget the names of them, but the guy who did the Wolfman, the guy who was Lon Chaney. One of them is Lon Chaney, Chaney, right? Yeah. Yeah. And And Bella Lugosi. And Lugosi and just this wonderful, just ridiculousness where it's all gags. Like there's a, there's a corpse in, in a box and they're trying to move the box and it keeps flopping or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Classic old stuff. That one's a great, yeah. If you're looking for black and white, soft, horror yeah that one's lovely yeah so uh, they can be fun the shows and movies now i want to ask um yes. do you have a favorite halloween costume that you've made for yourself or somebody else it sticks out in your mind does, it, does mm. anyone have a thought about that i know what ours is stomping jen <laughs> i know what you're gonna say what is it when we were in college college oh no grad school wait which one are you talking about i was thinking one year we went as oh i dressed as a lumberjack and stomping jen dressed as a tree oh yeah that's right we did that (laughs) we had to throw we had to throw this costume together in about two hours and some like so somehow it worked yeah because you had like garland at the time from like you know like a Michaels type store. Yeah, and I also had what a flannel shirt, and which a flannel you shirt. which you claimed I've never worn <laughs> on the last podcast. You claimed I've never worn a flannel shirt. I don't think it was your flannel shirt. Uh huh. Um, anyways, <laughs> I just proved that I had flannel shirts. You didn't um, have flannel so, anyways, and then we I went, dressed in brown. Yeah, and then I we, just wrapped the garland around my, yeah. my body. <laughs> but <laughs> everybody totally got it. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you're a lumberjack in a tree. How cute." Yeah. Anyways. I thought you were going to say the year we went as lesbians and you dressed up in my long velvety skirt and my platform boots and put makeup on. Let's just say that that costume was from a time and a place. I don't know that I would frame it in that way anymore. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but yes, I I did dress as a woman. Yes. And I thought I looked very good too. You did. Thank you. Um, I didn't have the beard. You didn't use any of your spooky sound effects. No, it's too hard to do, and I'm lazy, That's and I right. enjoy talking to people more. Lindsay, do you have a favorite costume? Um, well, last was it last Halloween? We actually went out. My twin, the twins were like babies, babies. Um, at some point, I will dress them as Lucy and Ethel because I love. I love Lucy. So naturally I will force that upon them at some point. I just have to figure out the timing on that. Um, but last Christmas, well, last Christmas, last Halloween, we went out. I was a Selkie. Oh, um, a Selkie is a, it's a Celtic, like mythological creature. It's a seal, that, right? Some kind it's of. It's a seal. Yeah. It's, it's like a seal version of a mermaid. So, but they wear like a seal skin and then they can take their seal skin off and walk on land. And I couldn't find one, which was really exciting to me because I was like, oh, I can kind of like do whatever I want. So I kind of did like seal makeup on my face and I got this big furry, like gray robe and put spots on it. So it looked like an actual seal coat. And I wore like a long uh, black dress. So it looked, it kind of looked like a seal coat. Um, And then my daughter, so it was all like, um, you know, ocean themed. So my oldest, I made her a, a mermaid costume and I made her a, um, like a felt crown that had like all these 
shells and gems and stuff on them. And the twins were Sebastian and Flounder. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff really wanted my husband to be a fisherman, but he like refused to participate. And I also, we had, we pulled the twins along in a, a wagon and I was trying to turn it into a boat. So it looked like they were in the boat, but I didn't have that. <laughs> Great costume. Now, what about you, Chris? Do you have a favorite costume? The best costume I ever did was for a Halloween party. I used to do um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. in Harvard Square mm-hmm. in the 90s. And so the cast would have crazy parties, like Halloween parties, and everybody would do super elaborate costumes. And so, like, there's a lot of pressure. Um, and this one, I think it was like 94, 95, I did um, Sandman. And mm. from the comic books, and I went out and I found this, uh, it was like material that you could see through. And now they make those masks that like they can pull over your whole face and you, it's just like a black, you can't see the person's face, but they can see through it. Yeah. And I cut out the material and I like glued it to my eyes with uh, latex. So my eyes were just completely blacked out. And then my skin, mm. you know, was all, all pale white. Mm-hmm. And then my friend teased, I used to have long hair too. So my friend teased my hair all, all crazy like his and then. I put together this uh, robe and everything like that. And it was by far the coolest costume I've ever made. I got a picture of it. There's like one picture of it somewhere. Oh, you have to find (laughs) it. Scan it it and send it to us. You have to find it. Um, What about you, FC? Um, I'm looking at it hanging on the wall over there. Oh, Um, Describe it for us. Well, one of my kids, I forget when, wanted me, they, they picked up one of those fashion faces masks that you get that are just like a blank female face they sell them in michael's and i painted it like it was stone and then they just put on this hood and they wore this mask around and it was fascinating to watch because kids would walk by this little kid wearing this mask wouldn't bother him but the adults would freak out because you had this still face that was gray with cracks in it with these really big child eyes just staring out through the holes in it and adults could not handle it and it would make an appearance <laughs> for several years one or one or the other of them would incorporate it into their costumes because i think they just loved staring at grown-ups and watching them that's funny Twitter. yeah that's awesome all right uh last question ish um <laughs> last question yeah what are you doing for halloween 2021 stomping jen what are we doing i have no idea I, i'm yes, going to do. see hocus pocus with <laughs> Lindsay and, and friends Aren't we doing some kind of Halloween related oh, oh, thing? Oh, we are. We are. You're right. I forgot that we're doing that on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? We're going to Sturbridge Village to do some whatever they're doing at Sturbridge Village. Oh, you're doing the like the fire and Phantom or and fire or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, I love old Sturbridge Village. There, yeah. they did Sleepy Hollow for a couple of years, and we actually brought our daughter as an infant and put giant like noise canceling headphones on her. <laughs> so much fun yeah yeah so and do you get is it like um a colonial type of i have no idea we're probably i think there's some theater stuff involved and uh i don't know friends of ours wanted to go so we bought tickets and i have no idea what to expect are you wearing some kind of halloween wig did you slip one on while i wasn't looking are you talking about me right now yeah you did something your hair looks amazing what are you talking about let me just say okay um uh (laughs) Lindsay, what's your Halloween 2021 look like? Um, well, on Saturday, we're doing, um, we're going to have Hocus Pocus themed food. 
I You're, love Halloween parties, man. It was like so much. Our actually yeah. our gender reveal for our twins was a Halloween party. I heard um, you're pre-gaming hocus pocus with a party. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what we're doing. We're doing hocus pocus themed food. Um Trista is my partner in crime, which she she understands. She just understands me. Um <laughs> so we're gonna have some fun food and then my all three of my children have now seen Hocus Pocus, which maybe seems inappropriate, but they <laughs> explained it to them ahead of time that it's just people dressed up in costumes. And they yeah. were like, yeah, okay. So they are actually going to be the Sanderson sisters. They have little <laughs> costumes. Oh, wow. and they're totally into it. Um, so we're going to go to the drive-in and see it. And my, um, my in-laws may come out with my, um, niece and nephew to join the festivities which would be fun Mm -hmm. and then because we live on a farm in the middle of nowhere uh last year we did a scavenger hunt on the property for a few friends which was fun except that it was there was like six inches of snow on the ground Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah that wasn't fun but this year we usually go to um my husband is from clinton mass and his parents still live in the house that like he grew up in so and they have great neighborhoods that are you know, cars have to drive slow anyway. So we go and we trick or treat in their neighborhoods um, and kind of all go together. So that's really fun. So that's what we're going to do on Sunday. That sounds fun. Um, FC, I know you're, mm-hmm. you're working on, we're not going to reveal your address. We're going to keep that secret, right. but right. Um, we know you're working on a, a porch installation. Is it done? Uh, if you, yes. Pretty yeah. much. If you drive by it, uh, if you know where, where this is, um, you drive by it. Every element has now emerged. It oh, emerged okay. week by week, and now it's all up. Now, will this be the focus of your Halloween 2021? Do you have other plans? What are you doing? How are you going to celebrate Halloween? Probably the way we usually we got into this habit once the kids stopped wanting to get involved. Where our downtown does trick or treating at the stores. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it becomes this during daylight. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and it becomes this amazing parade of costumes and families and, you know, you at least have three or four families dressed as the characters from Wizard of Oz. One year there was someone with an incredibly accurate Groot costume just walking around. So it's this lovely festive atmosphere. And so Mm -hmm. we just walk downtown, find a bench and watch everybody go by. That's nice. nice. That sounds like fun. We should go there. It involves driving somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, what are you planning? What's Halloween 2021 look like in the um, the Boo Danka household? <laughs> uh, our two oldest are at college now, and our youngest still trick-or-treats, so we will probably just take him out, go around the neighborhoods, get some candy, and try to get home as early as we can. Because... <laughs> uh, as much as I love being out and seeing everyone's costumes, it's also nice to just be done trick-or-treating, come home, put on a scary movie, and uh, introduce Willie to something that he's probably too young to watch mm. and see how much I can scar him. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Hell Unicorn is no longer here, but we watched uh, the Day of the Dead remake. <laughs> when? With her. With 
Oh, it was um, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Sorry. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead remake. Zach, Zach Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Which is one of our favorite, yeah. favorite It's movie, really good, yeah. Because the yeah. like, opening mm-hmm. sequence is one of the best sequences ever. Yeah. And so we're watching this movie. We're like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Just lots of check-ins. And then at the pinnacle peak climax of the movie, the goriest climax of the movie... They just burst out laughing hysterically <laughs> on the floor, gut like gut laughing yeah. about how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Do you know who they remind me of you? We were watching The Green Mile in the theater and have, are you familiar with this movie The Green are you Mile? About me? Yeah. Well, so we're in the theater watching it. We're we're coming up to like the emotional um <laughs> climax of the movie where they're going to electrocute um John the guy sorry spoiler alert and then you know they're walking through the whole thing stomping jen over here just lets out this big sigh in the theater and goes boy would they just get on with it already (laughs) and like people like shushed her they're like (laughs) and like i had loved stephen king at that point and was waiting for this this movie Oh, it was just I'm your so, time. Your timing I'm, was impeccable. I'm so glad that you remember it. This so, very specific detail. I'm glad Hell Unicorn inherited that from you. Um, all right. <laughs> My point was not that. My point was that she was that they were laughing hysterically at the yeah the gore in the movie. Yeah. And how ridiculous it was. All right, forget it. Whatever. All right. Um, no, it's a good point. Uh, what did you want to say about it? What more did you want to forget say? Forget it. I'm done. <laughs> okay, I think, yeah. So you've ruined um, it by introducing the Green Mile debacle of 1995 or whatever. Uh, 97. Sure. Probably. Um, all right. Um, so... I think I'm done with Halloween questions. So I just want to ask you all if you had anything hmm. um, you wanted to... to promote talk about uh, not halloween related we can go around if you want to share anything um chris i know there was something you um potentially wanted to to let people know about uh yeah i have so i have some paintings showing right now at the quarters in hadley mass so you can go there and play some old school video games and check out uh some of my original paintings hanging up on the wall there how long are those how long are those going to be up for indefinitely uh, okay. those guys are really cool they like how everything looks there and so i might be able to just kind of swap things in and out um i ran out of room in my own house so it kind of works <laughs> it's okay um and then in december uh there's a small work show at hope and feathers in amherst and um, mm. i've been working on a painting the entire time Ooh. For that. it's sort of halloween theme it's wind up halloween toys love it um so this will be going in nice. that show uh, which isn't until December, but there you go. And also my website, it's Chris, uh, Chris Bordenka.com. So yeah. And I will put a link to, um, the, uh, Chris's website in the show notes, if you want to look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I encourage you to, uh, Chris's artwork is amazing. So, um, cool. FC, anything you, anything special you wanted to tell us about? Uh, well, if anybody's interested in taking a look at the, what's been up on that porch, um, I'm, Mostly post on Instagram under F C Zin, Z as in zebra, I N N, as my father would say on the phone all the time. Um, and from there, you can get to goblincircus.com, which is a website that gets updated less often than the uh, Instagram. All right, we'll, th- we'll put those links in the show notes too. Mm-hmm. Um, just making a note here. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely go check that out. <laughs> Uh, F season um, <laughs> is an amazing um, 
artist as well. And I will bleep that out. Don't worry. Um, making a <laughs> note here. Um, it will be a scary sound effect. <laughs> Thank you, Stomping Jen. I might just copy that and put it in there. Um, so, um, Lindsay. Lindsay. And I want to tell people, um, Lindsay's going to be joining us again here on, mm. on the podcast soon to talk about a project that she's been working on. So why don't you tell us about that? Well, I can't compare with these amazing, amazing artists, but my art medium is food. Mm. Um, so I am writing a cookbook that should hopefully be done soon. We're kind of working on the finishing touches now. Uh, we're on layout work and such, and we're hoping to have it done for the holiday season. So um, it's literally been like my life for the last year. <laughs> As Stomp and Jen knows, she's eaten many a meal, many mm. a full of <laughs> being photographed. Actually, probably my favorite photo from the cookbook is um, a contrast photo of Stomp and Jen's beautiful tattoos. And she's wearing a black dress i think actually holding a like bright pink strawberry lemon trifle <laughs> it's, like that. it's the most beautiful artistic artwork um by the lovely april eve images who took all of the photos this is really just as much april's book as it is mine um so yeah that's kind of that's what i've been working on that's been my whole life that and the farm and raising babies. But um, if you want to check out some of the food and we'll be previewing some of the, some of the photos that didn't make it into the cookbook um, are going to start appearing on my Instagram. That's really where I do most of my posting. Um, you can follow us at Oak and Ash farm or at lindsay.oak.ash, which is kind of more my like, that's the more Lindsay side of things. I do like oh, my <laughs> homemaking all that over there. Whereas like, you know, Oak and Ash farm is food and farm stuff. There's a lot of chickens and geese over there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking to you about that project. Um, Cause I've, I've kind of seen its development over the last year, you know, from, yeah. from afar. And, and I've um, a lot of questions for you about that. And if you want to hear more from Lindsay and, um, her her husband about the farm. There are two episodes that we recorded with with Lindsay about um, about the farm, Oak and Dash Farm. So go check that out. Right, Stomping Jen. Yeah, we also have an episode with Chris. That's right. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, <laughs> I did mention Chris has been on here before. Another great episode. Um, yes. And um, Lindsay and Chris's episode are, are rank rank up there in in the top of our local locally downloaded podcasts cool. yeah cool of, of local interest so well, we had something happen recently what we had our the lovely april of april eve images came into the podcast studio and took glorious pictures of us yeah now i want to talk about something um before april came um and she's going to kill me when she, you probably told her all of this i was panicking because i'm very very unhappy with my current body image right mm. um Let's just say COVID's been unkind to Sawtooth's physique. <laughs> and I was like, stomping Jen, we cannot have April come here and take pictures of me. Until I, when? What? You, there was a specific goal you said. 
What did I say? You said, until I lose 20 pounds. And I said, that is not happening. I'm not <laughs> waiting for you to lose 20 pounds. Stomping Jen, put her foot down. She said, enough of this nonsense. Get your shit together, Sawtooth. She's coming. Mm-hmm. Now, you deal with this. And I did. Um, so, I just let it go. And um, April came and she took good pictures. Of course she did, because she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm quite happy with them. Yes, and they'll be on our new website Although whenever we can get our shit There's together. one condition. No legs. The pictures that show my legs cannot be shown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way my legs look. That's but right. other than that, That's because they were garishly fun. lit from underneath from an LED light. Anyways, all right, um, we digress. We're away from Halloween. <laughs> far, yeah. far away from Halloween. All right. Um, which is just around the corner. And we all love Halloween. And that's what brought us together. Can I play just evening. a little spooky music? Um, definitely play spooky music. All right. As I say thank yous to people. Um, this is not the right spooky yeah, music. It is. It this is, is the no. same shitty music you play all the time. This is fine. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> All right, um, I'll play some ghost music over it. Here we go. I'll play ghost music. Wait, play this other one. Which one? There we go. All right, listen. um, (laughs) I promised you an hour and a half. We've gone way over that. Um, I want to say thank you. Um, FC's in. Thank you for a first appearance. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd like to get you back on here someday, just you, and talk to you more. I don't feel like got to talk to you enough about cool. your art and i want to talk to you more about your art so happy to come back okay this great um thank you for being here really appreciate it um Lindsay, uh the the celtic fairy thank you <laughs> thank you for sharing your um, with us yeah thank you for giving us that history lesson at the yes. beginning i might even go back and delete what i was talking about <laughs> you were a little <laughs> It's horrible. I was burning time. Maybe maybe it'll be funny when I listen back to it. I don't know. No, it's um, horrid. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you, Stomping Jack. I love you. Um, so thank you, Lindsay. Um, always always a pleasure. And I think you may be the person who has appeared here the most now. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Three appearances? No, Shivering more. Jim. No, Shivering Jim and maybe Joshua <clears throat> Michael Stewart might have maybe. Lindsay B. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, but this is not a contest. He just made it into one. You see this? Well, he just laid down the gauntlet. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Lindsay. You really appreciate it. Um, thank you, Chris Boordenka. Um, thank you. It was a pleasure. Um, yes. And you know, it's been a while. Love to get you back on here and talk more about your art too. Um, cool. Cycle Thanks, back guys. for a second appearance, okay? Um, yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna beat around the bush. Listen, um, if you like our podcast, please subscribe, download the episodes, tell a friend about us if you're enjoying this, and uh, look for our new website soon. Yes. Hopefully that will be up and you can get on there and check that Hopefully out. Okay. Before the end of the year. All right. Stomping Jen, I'm tired. I'm ending this. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Anything you wanna say? I wanna say thank you to you. What do you mean? For doing all the research and all the work and all the stuff behind the scenes and just, pulling all the Halloween music into the board. I just went on history.com. That's all, right. all I did. All right. Um, <laughs> everybody, you want to go out with a, a, a like a boo or like a scary ghost noise and we'll hit the intro music and we'll end this whole thing. Okay. All right. Um, on the count of um, three... We're Should we count them? Yeah, well, like, boo. Like, that's what oh, we're saying. Oh, okay. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, okay. 
Because hey. they say we could good. say wait, 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 wait. We could say good boo, good boo eye. Yeah. Good boo eye. All right. Um, oh, okay. Um, one, two, three. Boo. 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 I'm a scary ghost. <laughs> this world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. 